1: A Go Tigers 247 audio podcast hosted by lead writer Christian Fowler, where he brings you the latest interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and more in both football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Here is your host, Christian Fowler.
2: What's up everybody and welcome to this episode of Off the Boards. I am your host, Christian Fowler, and joining me is Go Tigers 247 founder Brooks Hansen and Memphis freshman Josh Minot. Uh, Josh, just want to thank you for joining us. I know this is like your first interview officially as a part of the Memphis program. So congratulations on that. Congratulations on getting uh, onto campus and getting in the swing of things. And that's where I want to start this at. Um, You are now living the college life, the life of a college athlete. So what has the adjustment been like over the past month and a half or so since you arrived on campus?
3: Um, I really don't think it's been anything too crazy. You know, Um, definitely a different living arrangement. But I mean, that was always expected. Um, in terms of work, I mean, I feel like my work ethic, you know, back home has really prepared me for like all the stuff we're doing now. So it's really no shock or anything out of my control. Um, I'd say if anything, it's just new information in terms of just like learning, like all the new concepts, stuff like that. Uh, Memphis is really pro oriented, you know, they run a lot of like pro sets, stuff like that. And just, it's really, you know, there's no plays or anything like that. It's really just like, you know, like. I'd almost call it like formations, you know what I mean. Um, and so learning that, I mean, wouldn't call it a challenge, but it's been interesting, you know. Um, and just absorbing all that info. And I mean, overall, I feel like I'm doing pretty well.
2: So, as a part of the 2021 class, your recruitment was handled 100% remotely. There were really no in-person meetings, no official visits. All visits were handled over Zoom. Uh, which obviously is, is weird, especially when you think about when you started being recruited earlier in your high school career, you were talking to coaches, you were at AAU events, coaches were at your high school events, and then it went to completely Zoom and phone calls. So now that you're on campus, you've gotten to sit down with the staff, meet the staff, talk to Penny and Cody uh, and GAs and stuff like that. What have those interactions been like, and what's it been like finally getting to meet the staff and build those relationships in person?
3: Um, I mean, overall, I feel like I had a good sense of, you know, who they are before I even came. Um, Like you said, it's a whole bunch of Zoom stuff. You know, I really just had to use intuition. really just basically hope that it was everything it was, which it is. You know, I love it. Um, I mean, overall, I feel like, you know, I love the staff. Um, I wouldn't say there's any shocks, you know, in personality, um, you know, in person as compared to, you know, over the phone or anything like that um great people I mean they're coaches end of the day so they're gonna be hard on you when you know they need to be which is you know something that everyone expects and it'd be kind of scary if you know that wasn't the case and you know overall just you know great staff um yeah
4: so Josh you said no real surprises so far but there has been a little bit of a surprise you know um Fans seem a little bit surprised by this. National media seems surprised by this when it happened. But Memphis officially announced Larry Brown as one of the new assistant coaches for the staff at the end of last week. Um, For you, when you committed, you did not know that that was happening. Obviously, uh, that wasn't something that was planned that far in advance. Uh, You know, obviously, Penny wanted to get that done a long time ago. But now that it's finally happening, happening, for a guy like you who has pro aspirations, you're, you're a student of the game. What's what's your takeaway from Larry Brown being added to the staff? What are you most excited about? What are your thoughts on him being added?
3: Um, I mean, overall, for being like completely honest, <clears throat> um, before he came, I mean, I'd be lying if I said, you know, I knew everything there was to know about him. Um, you know, I kind of do my research when I figured out, like, he's going to be one of our assistant coaches. But um, after looking at, like, all his accomplishments, I mean, you know, the stuff he's done, I mean, it's just crazy. Like, you know, only person to really, uh, you know, win the NCAA tournament, I mean, it's just, you know, I can just tell, I can just tell that, you know, um, you know, just going to have a bunch of, like, immense wisdom, stuff like that, Um, you know, like a guy that definitely, and he's been through it. Knows what he's doing. He's Definitely gonna, you know, bring all that knowledge to us. And just bring that winning mentality. Um, personally, I feel like, you know, it's definitely someone I want to get to know. Um, you know, hopefully, I get to learn a whole bunch about the game from him, and um, just implement that into my game overall.
4: One of the things that Larry has said uh, and alluded to is that he, you know, one of his concerns is, are the young players of today's collegiate game willing to to take the coaching and learn from someone like him who is older, more seasoned, but has that immense you know deep bucket of knowledge to share with you guys. You're a little bit different than most players that I've ever gotten to know and you're very much a uh, cerebral, uh, very thoughtful player. I think you put a lot of thought into not only your development but everything around you. I mean, do you see that concern being legitimate? Do you think that there are players that might not take well to his coaching? Uh, And here's an interesting, like, second part of that question. As a player, knowing your constituents, your uh, other players, 2022, 23, that they're recruiting, what's some advice for Larry as he gets back into the game of college basketball recruiting uh, and dealing with young kids?
3: Um. I'd say, you know, to start off with the first one um, in terms of, like you know, being coachable, even though, you know, it's a little bit like a older, old school coach. I mean, my travel coach, who, you know, basically made me into the player I am today, I'd say, like, just got to give him all the credit. Um, you know, he was based. Shout out Coach Gray. Coach Gray. Shout out Coach Gray. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say, you know, he reminds me of Larry Brown, but like in terms of just like that wisdom aspect and just like being through it all um that was really you know just the environment i grew up in and that's how i was brought up you know just that fundamental style of play. i mean he was never really focused on like off the court stuff and like that it was really just like you know we're just tuned in you know we were not really like you know on social media much all that it was just every day we'd get to it Just got to work in you know we'd soak up i mean there, i'm like a lot of times that we all kind of doubted him sometimes and be like yo this is like some old stuff, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't going to work in today's game. Um, But it's really just us to to really trust them. And uh, I feel like that's what, you know, um, probably got through with Coach Brown, you know, just trust them, trust that he knows what he's talking about. Um, You know, he's been through, you know, years and years of basketball coaching. So, I mean, it seems like he definitely has a sense of what he's doing by now, you know, with all the success he's had too. That also has his track record. And I'd say i definitely adds those credibility. credibility. Um, and then for the second one, I mean, any advice? I mean, as he goes out recruiting, all that. Um, i definitely say the game is more modern. Um, sad to say, but, you know, like I said, social media plays like such a big part in today's game for some reason. I don't know why, but it's just like the sad reality. You know, you got coaches going out there, basically looking on Instagram for their next, you know, player or star, you know, looking on rankings a lot more. Um, You know, I wouldn't say to completely rely on that, but, you know, just there's some stuff that some players are starting to look at, you know, uh, rather than just the basketball knowledge and ability that comes with it. I'd say just keep that in mind. Um, You know, like these younger kids, you know, they're, I wouldn't say focused on like, you know, social media and followers and all that, but, you know, I mean, it's a lot more modern in terms of that.
4: So you're saying that coaches also have to have a, a brand attached to their name, image, and likeness.
3: I mean, I wouldn't say have a brand attached to it. Would just be, like, mindful that, like, it's definitely a new age. And, like, I mean, there's so many changes that have been happening to today's game, like, the last, like, few months even, you know. Um, I'd say just keep that in mind, you know, as you go out and just act, like, for some people – like, it's going to come, like, sadly, like, it's, it's going to be one of the reasons that they choose their school. and be like, okay, how can this school with my name and image likeness to really, like, benefit me or something like that? Like, I know, like, a good amount of people in college aren't even really looking at, like, the next step. They're really just looking at, it, like, right, I'm going to go there, get my degree. And then some people even look like, all right, I'm going to go there, make money off my name like this. likeness. It's not a lot of people that's, like, really going... To college, to think like, yo, I'm gonna look for, you know, pro opportunity, you know, whether that be overseas or NBA. So, I mean, with today's day and age, I mean, you can basically turn your college experience into like your job.
5: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. Every time or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
6: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Josh, kind of switching gears now to what exactly you've been talking about here with name, image, and likeness and branding. Uh, You said you can treat college like a job nowadays or you can go into it with the pro mindset. So there's so many different ways to approach it now. Uh, because, because college sports are really becoming a business in modern age with, you know, the rule that passed on July 1st. So for you personally, uh, how are you coming about it? Cause you mentioned all those ways, all the different ways that an athlete can approach this and can approach college. How do you approach it with, with NIL passing? I
3: mean, if we're going uh, like, to say it as blunt and as honestly as I can, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> like, I mean, that's not something that I've ever looked at. I mean, before it was happening you know, I was just working on my game, um, and I really just trying to, you know, become the best player I could be. I mean, that's how I see it, you know, continuing, even despite this NIO thing. I mean, me personally, I mean, I know what I'm capable of. I know the skill, talent, you know, just everything I have, athletic capability. And, um, yeah, that's something that I wasn't really putting on display, I'd say, um, in terms of just like marketing, like every time I stepped in my court, I would show it obviously, but in terms of, like, marketing, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that no one really knew who I was as I was going through, like, traveling and everything like that. Um, you know, I feel like that's why I had, a, um, you know, a good amount of, you know, like, high offers in terms of, like, basketball because it was, like, these coaches would look at my film or they'd see me in person. And they'd realize, like, yo, this kid can really play or, you know, they really recognize the skill and talent. But, um, you know, that's – I feel like the right people saw – what I was capable of, um, you know, I wasn't really big on social media, stuff like that. I mean, I still not. So um, just continuing on with the question. I mean, I really don't see myself changing in reaction to this NIL thing. I really just see myself continuing to go out there, just become a better player and just invest in my future overall, not stress on the present.
4: Yeah. On July 1st, you tweeted, and this is straight from your Twitter. Starting to regret neglecting social media for for most of high school, LOL. Hashtag NIL. Uh, Got to get it all in there. So, you know, it was really interesting for me reading that. And let, let me just be clear with you. You, you ha- helped me have an insightful moment um, because, you know, you think about all of the, you know, like the number one player looking toward The idea of NIL, you look at Jalen Green going to the G League for a cash grab. You think about players just looking to try to get as much capital off of their game as quickly as possible because you you look at your game. It is a commodity. It is short lived. There aren't a ton of players that play double digits professionally Um, and you've got to make you've got to capitalize on your abilities as quickly as possible you know, in reality, but you don't think about the flip side of that coin in just most, the majority of student athletes who are busy Monday through Sunday, uh, almost sun, sun up to sun down classes, workouts, uh, you know, skill development times, uh, the, the things that people don't think about or see, and that's like ice baths and in the recovery pool and, you know, getting getting, you know, help from the trainers on something that you might have tweaked. That all takes time. And then you've got the time that you're trying to build relationships with your coaches and players and meet new people and actually live the college life study. You don't have time for all of this social media NIL stuff. People think it's uh, kind of all the you know the the rainbows and shun- sunshine, but the reality is you're you're doing something in exchange for your time, and that's one thing that as a player you can't take back. You don't have an, an you know unlimited amount of time when you wake up every day. So it was really interesting for me, and that's not really a question. That's more of me talking to you just straight up. And I appreciate how transparent you've been about that. So I guess for you, is it something that you're just going to kind of ignore and go on about your, your day to day? And if something happens to fall in your lap, you're not going to pursue it, maybe consider it, may but. You know, not so if much. I,
3: an opportunity arises for me to, you know, capitalize off my name image likeness. I mean, if it's a good opportunity, I definitely take it. And um, you know, I'm not going to completely ignore social media. Um, I would just say that like, you know, best case scenario, you get both, you know, name, image, likeness, and then, you know, pro opportunities. But um, me personally, the way I go about it is like, you know, if you have to only choose one, I would rather invest in my future than like stress about my present, you know? So, um, you know, best case scenario, you know, I sign a whole bunch of deals, you know, blah, 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 capitalize a whole bunch of my name, image, likeness now, and then additionally work hard enough to you know go pursue like a pro opportunity but then you know at the same time i mean it's kind of hard to do both of that because it's like that time you're spending or going live or you know posting all this it's like that's time you can get in the gym so i mean overall yeah. i'm not saying i'm gonna completely you know neglect social media so i mean like i said it's it's way too important in today's age but um i just don't see myself really you know selling my soul for some clout you know what i mean no doubt,
4: yeah. I mean, that was one of my responses to to that conversation on Twitter was, you can do both. You can, you know, you can pursue greatness with your work ethic with the things that you do, but you can also take the time to capitalize. It's a it's a fine line, and you have to, you know, keep priorities straight. But I think for young student athletes like you, I think your perspective is uh, is highly impactful and spot on. Um, so. Josh, I have nothing else other than to say one, your new college mustache is spot on for those listening to the audio. No, I'm to not lie. Man,
3: I'm taking it off. I'm not going
4: to lie. Oh, man, you got to keep it. It's just pure uh,
3: laziness, man. It's just like, <laughs> bro, yeah, like I don't even want to show my room, bro. Like, <laughs> the, uh,
4: well, uh, <laughs> you got you to gotta keep it until, uh, what do they call it? Movember. Keep it yeah. till Movember and then shave yeah. it off in December. It's spot it's, it's on. It's a little and,
3: rough it, in here, man. Like, It's just rough, man. I've been so, like, I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. I've just been, like, pigging out, man. Like, bro, when you have a 5 a.m. Like, workout, bro, and then you got, like, a 2.30 shoot around, and then you got, like, class and study all in between. Like, when you come home, all you want to do is
4: just hop in your bed and go to sleep. Penny Hardaway does love an early workout. He loves them. I mean, and there's nothing in our mind. I mean, it's obvious, like, I don't have a choice. You
3: know, it's not one of those things you can be like, you know what maybe i'll take today off like but um i mean overall i mean yeah no it's this mustache man it's just pure laziness like i just haven't found like the effort to take it off
4: it's again it's your priorities man you're you're working you don't have time for that stuff the last question i do have is your room your mustache it all brought up one question what has been the biggest shocker that the, the biggest shocking moment that you've had since arriving on campus like the biggest thing that you didn't expect the, the something that maybe you you didn't count on happening what's the biggest shocker so far let me think
3: so. that's actually like a good question the biggest shock um i'd say how dead the summer is all honesty i mean i i thought it'd be like because me personally i'll come from lena i'm from florida so like schools like fsu uf you know ucf like those schools are, you know, they're lit all year round. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like those schools, they're always gonna have people. It's always gonna be something to do. Here, it's like, I know come the fall, you know, it's gonna get more lively. But I mean, like, it's really a ghost town during the summer. And like, I'd say that's something I didn't expect. Like, I know back home, like, I'm looking at these Snapchat stories, stuff like that. Like, yo, know, people going out, you know, they're meeting all these different people. And I'm not saying that's one of my priorities but like yeah no i just gotta admit like you know just the the amount of people on campus right now over the summer is like wow
4: that's great stuff josh i really appreciate your time i have nothing else christian do you have anything else for josh before we go no i'm good just want to say thank you to josh for jumping on with us
2: no problem thank you for having me all
4: right that's a wrap
1: thank you for listening to this episode of tigers and 20 off the boards If you enjoyed this interview, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis Athletic Program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information.